The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Right now, though, I want to introduce Andrew Chambers. Andrew was diagnosed with motor neuron disease in October of last year and his condition is rapidly deteriorating. What makes matters worse is that the man that Andrew describes as the love of his life is stuck in another country and cannot be with him. Uh, Andrew, you're very, very welcome to the show and thanks for taking the time to speak to us. Um, we, we might start with your health, if if that's all right, before we talk about the, yeah. the situation that you find yourself in. Um, how is your health today? Uh, thanks very much, Karen, for having me on the show. Um, it, 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 it's okay. Um, not great today now, to be honest. I'm actually, I'm actually just exhausted now today. Um, I started having symptoms in my right leg back in April last year, just like a bit of typhus and anything of it. Um, over the preceding five months then, until about September, I kind of lost um, the ability to move my right leg. And then over the preceding two months then, I lost the ability to move my left leg. So since about the end of November, early December, I'm in a wheelchair now. So um, it's progressing far rapidly than anybody else would have expected. Um, and I suppose my concern now is that, you know, the next stage for me is that I'm likely to lose um, the ability to move my arms, you know. Um, and today, I kind of, you know, move myself in the wheelchair all day today. My kind of arms feel a bit like lead as well. So I'm kind of a bit obsessed about them as well. You know, every time there's a twitch or kind of a pain or something as well, I'm wondering, you know, is that the start of me losing, you know, losing movement in my arms? That, you know, am I going to be end up being totally immobile, you know, sooner rather than later? God, I mean, the, the pace it's progressed at, the way you tell it there, Andrew, I mean... Whatever about the physical turmoil, I mean, mentally, how do you process uh, uh, your body breaking I, down right in front of you? When I was diagnosed last October, I got, um, I suppose, I don't, what I was describing as a rosy prognosis, and that's the form of motor neuron disease I had. It's called play leg. It's, it's, a, very, it's a rare form of it, and it's supposed to be slower progressing. Um, so, you know, they were talking about immediate survival rate of about five, five years. I'm only 43, um, but five years seems, you know, like like a good deal, I suppose. That's what, what I want to say. I know that sounds a bit funny. Um, last Thursday when I went into the doctor, the consultant again, they were very, very surprised that the race it sped up since I saw them last October. And I'm looking at being really less time as well. So I suppose it's only now sinking in, you know, that, you know, I don't know what's going to happen, but maybe that I might not see you at the end of the year as well. So it's made it much more, I suppose, critical that, I got my partner over to be with me as well. Um, so, it does take a toll on my mental health. I'm, yeah. I'm trying to spend, you know, time with good friends. Some friends took me down to Cove last week for a weekend, took care of me, and I'm spending a week now in Connacilty with some very good friends, just chilling out, catching up, you know, and just, just spending time and reminiscing with them, you know, as best I can. That's what I plan to do over the next number of weeks and months. Okay, you mentioned your partner then, uh, Sian. Where is he? What's the situation there? He lives in Laos. So Laos is a country sandwiched between China, Vietnam, Cambodia and, and Thailand. Um, he lives in a city there called Pakistan, which is in, in, the, in the south of it. Um, so he's, he's been living there all his life. Um, you, you need a visa pretty much to go anywhere from Laos. So, you know, when they when they produce those lists of, you know, the best passport in the world, Ireland is at the top and, and Laos is down near the bottom as well. So we've been trying to get him over uh, the two of us by applying for visas for the last number of number of years since we've been going out like we're together we'll be together seven years sorry six years of like pardon um this july mm. but but they've been refused because the visa process for ireland is, is is 
is arbitrary, you know, and and, uh, and and difficult to get a visa for for here. Um, we kind of put a hold on things over COVID, and we didn't see each other for two and a half years. We just kept in contact on WhatsApp, video calls, and all that kind of stuff. And we thought this year again, when we met back up with you after two and a half years, that we'd we'd really look up, you know, what we could do to be together longer term, you know, mm. in, in the same location. But then when I got back after June, I obviously went in for a series of tests as well, and then. October yeah. was diagnosed with motor neuron disease, so the focus moved over to to that. No, oh God, I mean, Andrea, sorry, I, 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 I want to come across like I sound like I'm, I'm pitting you. I don't want to at all, but I mean, the idea that you kind of endured COVID and not being able to see each other for two and a half years probably couldn't wait to get out to the other side of it, and then the other side is not this promised land. Suddenly, you're dealing with this awful health issue. Um, so the situation. Is what in terms of getting Cian to Ireland? Where are ye? Is there a process, an identifiable process? So the only option we were given was to apply for a tourist visa. Okay, and um, the normal process for a tourist visa, they tell you, it takes about two to three months to, to process. Um, it would only be for three months as well, so it would only allow him to come over for a max of three months, and he would need to leave again and then redo the process again for another two to three months to apply for another visa to come over again. Um, it requires an extensive amount of documentation. Um, you know, like it requires all of my financial statements, financial statements from seeing bank account statements, statements on his property, and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then all of his documentation to be translated from Lao, certified translations into into English. So, um, like in the normal course of things, you know, th- waiting three months to get a visa approved is a long, long time. Um, in my current situation, you know, I'm. I'm not planning. I'm not making plans for March or April. I'm, I'm sure I'm going to be here as well, but I'm not making plans that far ahead. Mm. Um, so, like, even extra weeks or, or days, you know, to apply for visas, it's just, it's just time I don't have. It's time yeah. I want to spend, you know, with seeing as well. Um, and it's been quite difficult over the last number of weeks as well. You know, as I, said, as I mentioned, I'm down uh, in Connacilty, spending time with uh, with good friends as well. But a large part of my time is spent, you know, fighting for a visa to get seen over here as well. So it's easing up. The time I have left, you know, time I don't that I won't get to spend with seeing, and also even the time I should be spending with family and friends by, you know, you know, yeah, maximizing those those the, the time I have left. And um, and the fear, Andrew, is that it takes so long that by the time seeing gets here, I mean, let's just be blunt about it. Worst case scenario, you're no longer here, or even that by the time he gets here, the condition has progressed to the point that you're quite seriously invalided. Exactly, Kieran. Um Like, at the moment, I'm in a wheelchair. I, like, I'm finding it difficult to get around my friends and, and my family. They've just been amazing. They look after me. Sorry. look after me so well. Um, like, my friend bought me in for lunch today and it's kind of guilty and I was able to come in. I can get in and out of the car. You know, it's difficult and tiring. I just went out for lunch, had a pint and a bike eat. You know, and I can do all that kind of stuff at the moment. My fear would be that as I get more and more you know, as modern learning disease eats, eats away at my independence, that, you know, if I can't move my arms, I can't go out for a meal, or I can't enjoy those kind of just simple things, you know what I mean, and I, I, I require more and more, more and more care. Um, so at the moment, I do have some quality of life, um, but, yeah, the fear is that when he, when he comes over, if he gets over here, when he gets over here, that, that, that I'm unable to do the simple things with him. Like, I don't want to do any, I'm not looking to go abseiling, <laughs> Down mm. to the more. I'd like to bring him somewhere to see some stuff as well. I'd like to bring him out to some nice restaurants. I want him to meet my mother and father. I've never met them before because he hasn't been over here. Sorry. My brother, my brother and my sister, my two nieces, you know, 
all my friends and family that have been just being so supportive and wanting to meet all those and just want to do, I suppose, the simple things most of the couples take for granted. Um, and, and whatever time I have left, I want to spend mm. my time with being doing that. Um, no, I did just get a call before the show earlier today because I've been, I've been at this for a number of weeks now since before Christmas and obviously this week as well. Posting on social media, did another radio interview yesterday as well, trying to raise awareness. Um, I did get a call early, just before the show from Simon Harrison's office and they have agreed um, to approve scenes, tourist visa with the minimum of documentation. Um, so we have to get that finished off this evening and send it on to me electronically. So I suppose that is a good result. Okay. But until I get a, till Cian gets, you know, a visa in his passport, he's on a flight and he arrives in Dublin Airport, I'm, I'm not going to let up as well. Yeah. And I also, I don't know how long that visa is for. At the moment, it's a max of three months, you know. I, I, if that's all that's an offer, I'll take three months, you know what I mean? It would be amazing to be with him for three months as well. But the thoughts of having him over here for three months and then having to say goodbye to me, and I only did that in December, wasn't sure I was ever going to see him again. I just, I, I don't think I could bear that, but yeah. that's the situation at, at the moment. Uh, how do you say goodbye, Andrew, to someone who you think you might never see again? It's very difficult. Um, the morning of December 12th, um, I, got, I flew out on holidays in mid-November using two crutches on my own. Um, by the end of the holiday, I was wheelchair-bound and I was extremely nervous about flying back, you know, um, whether the airline would take me, uh, and, you know, and obviously Finn couldn't fly back with me to take care of me, took care of me while I was away. A very good friend of mine flew all the way out to Bangkok to take me home. My God. Sorry. You're my friends right. have been amazing. Um, so the morning of December 12th, we went out to Bangkok Airport. We checked in. And just, I, I didn't know what to say, so I just told Cian how much I loved him. And regardless of whatever's going to happen in the future, that think my life is much better having had him in it, even for a short time. The short time we could be together physically, you know, does everything do and what I promised him was, when I got back to Ireland, I was going to fight, going to mm. fight for him to fight for me, that, that so he could come to Ireland and be with me as well. But it's just, it's bad enough being diagnosed with motor neuron disease. But the morning in December when I said goodbye to seeing the Bangkok Airport was by far the worst day so far that I've, I've experienced. So, listen, good news in the last yep. 20 minutes, at least, that the tourist visa will be fast-tracked so he should be here uh, before long as you say you're not going to count your chickens until you actually see him getting off that plane I'm sure but he should be here the fight though continues I assume to get a longer visa yes I don't want him coming over you know I want him over here my dad's birthday is at the end of February be 77 we're talking about going away for a weekend as a family my brother and his wife and my two nieces doing something together um, at the hotel, someone that's wheelchair accessible for me. So I'd love if he was here for that. I'd love if he was here tomorrow or next weekend. You know, as soon as I can get him here, I'll book him a flight. I was, you know, I do occasionally look up and see, you know, what flights are available. Just, you know, on the on the, the hope that I can book one soon for him as well. Um, but yeah, I, I won't be letting up the flight. I don't want him over here and then going away. Like, um, I'm going to require, it, it, you know, extensive care. That's that's also where, where this disease leads. Um, Dean is here. Dean wants to provide that care for me as well. He wants to come over here and look after me like any partner mm-hmm. would. You know, if, if your partner 
was diagnosed with a terminal illness, he'd want to be there for them and to, to support him as well. Um, but I'm sure you, I'm sure, sorry, I'm sure you want to see him before uh, at the point where he is solely your carer and you can just enjoy each other's company. Yeah, like a simple thing, I, I, I want to make sure I can hug him and my arms to walk and I can do that, you know, um, and, and that I can hold his hand mm. and just do all that kind of stuff. Normal stuff, you know, that, that anybody else would just would just take for granted. So I don't want him coming over and then just dis- disappearing back over again. I'm very lucky that, you know, I have the financial resources to look after him. I work for Irish Life. They've been very, very good to me as well. They'll continue paying me as well. I own my own house, although the bank owns a big chunk of it as well. Mm-hmm. I people, but, you know, I, I have all those resources. He won't want for anything as well. You know, we'll organise yeah. private health insurance for him as well. He won't rely on any any state resource or anything like that as well. He will be well looked after and well cared for as well. And obviously, while I can't physically look after him as well, I have those resources. I would like to look after him the same way he's going to look yeah. after me. You know, well, if that makes sense. Well, listen, Andrew, you, you keep up the fight and what we'll do is we'll get yeah. on to the Minister's office as well for what it's worth and uh, pursue that issue of, of, of a longer, a much longer, if not permanent visa uh, uh, for seeing so that, you know, he can spend his time here with you, what time you both have. Uh, thanks so much for speaking to us. Andrew Chambers. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.